You're listening to Off to Market with Scott Farley and Hamish Chadwick. I'm Scott. And I'm Hamish. And we've got Paul back again this week and we're going to be talking to him about the intricacies of business valuations. We'll get straight into it. Now, Paul, can't we just use our accountants to help us provide a valuation on our business? And why wouldn't we do that? I mean, you touched on that last time. Uh, What can you tell us about valuing your company? Well, if you're valuing your, there are lots of different methods of valuing. Sure, you can get your accountant to do it. It depends what the purpose for the, the valuation is. I do a lot of valuations, somewhere between 25 and 50 a year. Some of those are for the family court, and I'll talk about that in a minute. But just a, a general valuation of businesses, there essentially are two different ways of doing evaluation. One is where you value, if you have a private company, you value the shares in the company. And that is usually done by accountants um, and it's called um, DCF, Discounted Cash Flow Method. And it's what accountants get taught at accountancy school, if you like. It doesn't relate to the market. The other way of valuing is by capitalization of future maintainable earnings, which is basically pricing the business at what the market would pay for it. Um, And that's usually done by uh, business intermediaries or people who are in the business of selling businesses. There's a big difference between the two um, methodologies. When you value the shares of a company, you take into account the liabilities, so any loans, that sort of thing. When you value the the uh, plant and equipment, the tangible assets of the business, you're valuing them if you're doing it um, by the DCF method, the accountancy method, um, you're valuing them at the written down value on um, the company's plant and equipment. So let me give you an example. I did a valuation recently for the family court um, the written down value, it was a bus company, the written down value of the plant and equipment, which was three buses, was 230000 Now I know, because I also do valuation of plant and equipment, that each one of those buses, sold when sold on the open market second hand, would be valued at uh, $250,000 each. So the difference between the two valuations, one, um, 330,000 the other 1.2 odd million dollars so that's the difference between the two Um, secondly when when you do it by the DCF method the accountancy method the only statistics that you have are those that are um, publicly available that is the stock market which is also values the shares of companies so all the risk assessment is done around um, the stock market and it values the business your small business small to medium business values it on the basis of what's happening to the whole economy when you look at a market based valuation it values it more specifically about against what the market will pay and that particular industry so a market based valuation will can fluctuate a lot more than a accountancy type valuation but in work that I do in the family court um, the two values are very different uh, in that 
case I was talking about the bus company, a forensic accountant valued that business at minus 496,000. How you get a minus value for a business, I have no idea. Well, I do in that instance, but that's another story. But my valuation was 760 odd thousand, I think, plus. So there's a big difference between the two. So the valuation, the methodology used is really important, depending on what you want the valuation for. That'll be the first thing. The second thing is that there are two, if let's say you want the valuation for, for selling your business, because, for example, there's a, a life event that occurs, you, you know, you get sick and you can't carry on with the business, you want to sell it or you're burnt out or whatever, and you have to sell it quickly, which is not the ideal, of course. When I put my selling business hat back on, you really want to plan this three years in advance. But if you have to do it, um, you know, very quickly, and you want to do it by the market, then the market will decide what price your business is worth. And there are a range of values that um, the business will sell for if you don't put a value on it. If you just go to the market and say, here's my business, what's it worth? It'll be worth different things to different people. And they'll have a quite a broad range of, of um, values and you probably will be surprised at what it's worth to some people compared to what it's worth you know to others sure and i'd also like to just add here that paul is the well the, the former president of the australian institute of business brokers so although he's saying that you don't necessarily we well, shouldn't necessarily use an accountant for evaluation it's not a dark art it's actually a a a very important field in its own right. Paul, can you tell me a little bit about the work that you did at the AIBB to further the the valuations or the knowledge and processes of business valuations? Well, when I was president, I think it was maybe the last year, I was president for three years and we have around 330, I was doing mostly small businesses at that time, 330 uh, business brokers around Australia and they facilitated the transfer of around two to three billion dollars worth of small to medium businesses each year. So the limiting factor is quite often there are disputes in the value of a business and what the courts look for particularly is other transactions of other businesses that are similar to yours. Now obviously accountants don't have databases of businesses sold because they're not in that business and we were ideally placed at the Institute of Business Brokers to set up a database, which we did. BizStats, it's called. It's, those types of databases are widely used in the United States so that you can compare the values of businesses that are, that are recently sold um, to whatever it is you're selling to justify it. When it gets to court, that's really, really important because you're not saying to the judge, well, you know, I've been valuing for 20 years and I think it's worth this, and that's your proof source. You're actually saying, here's a bit of paper that says, this one, which is very similar, sold for this amount, here's another one, here's another one, um, we reckon it's worth this, and nine times out of 10, the, the judge will say, yes, that's, we'll accept that, because they're real facts, not just an opinion. Okay, and just for list and benefit, who can access this BizStats database? Well, the only people that can access are members of the Australian Institute of Business Brokers. So if you've got a small business to sell, I would urge you, even though I'm not involved with 
um, the organisation anymore, I would urge you to go to one of those uh, people and uh, talk to them about valuing your business. Certainly uh, I can access that database if need be, but so can all those other members, but particularly not accountants. Yeah. And that's why we get wide-ranging views from accountants who either value the businesses too, too, uh, too much and they'll never sell, or they value them too little and you leave a lot of money on the table. The valuation's obviously related also to your first four steps as well. You know, if you've got all these things in place, yeah. the value's going to be higher. Absolutely. One question here, and this is more of a personal thing that happens in, in some partnerships. Um, you have a technology startup, it's all, everything's rosy, no one looks at the, at the negatives. Um, one of the partners has a divorce and there can be effects, you know, because the partner's got rights over part of the business. Is this something you should take into account when you're setting up the business? in your shareholders agreement or in the company structure or in some other manner? It, it's better to do it in the company structure that the, let's say there's two partners and they both have the right, first right of refusal on buying the shares if there is some you know event that occurs because that can be quite difficult because then your business, if you're the partner staying in, can get dragged into this divorce. And it could affect the sales value of a company of because if, if this not the structure's not correct and it's vulnerable to those sort of attacks. Yeah. It's it, hard it could to do in, within the sales period you could end up Well it's very hard to, to do a market valuation um, in a circumstance like that. Because what we're really saying when we talk about a market value is look, we've got this business, we stick a for sale sign in it, how much would somebody pay for it? As opposed to looking at the shares of the company. And there are all sorts of things that can be done when you're looking at the shares of company in terms of, I guess I shouldn't say fiddling with the balance sheet, but you can do that and to give a, a picture that favours um, your course or yeah. your desired outcome. Whereas the market's pretty plain and pretty clear. It is what someone is willing to pay. Yeah. Okay, thank you, Paul. That was uh, really good. And uh, next week we'll be talking to you about uh, cyber security. Thank you. You've been listening to Off to Market with Scott Farley and Hamish Chadwick.